Hey guys, and thank you for tuning in to episode 199 of the Flick and Play podcast. I'm your host, Zach, and alongside me, as always, is Tim. Welcome, Minions. So this week, guys, we are live from Shanahan's Pub? Irish Pub, yeah. Irish Pub, downtown Vancouver, Washington. Yep. Um, and we are drinking uh, a not-too-far-away brewery's beer. It's called uh, the Shadow Shinobi, or as the waitress here gladly said, the Shadow Ninja. Yes, she's still and calling it that. I like that. She's still calling it that, yep. So um, that is pretty good. It's a delicious beer, and we can probably cheers. Um, we should, like, have a running tally of how many times we drank that on the show. I bet it's over 10 by now. Oh, it's got to be way over 10 by now. I would say, like, 20. I don't think it's that much. Okay, it's we're going to get it up to 20 by next week. Okay. So, um, hey, Tim, what have you been up to this week? I've been up to quite a bit. Yeah, no fucking shit. <laughs> so, uh, I think it was Friday night. I went and saw Evil Dead the Musical. The Musical? Yes. Um, at one of my favorite places, the Funhouse Lounge. The place has the clown room. Okay. I think I sent you a short video of the clown room. You did. Which is epic. Yep. Um, so, it was a little tiny theater production company. Um, but they acted their hearts out, and it was a lot of fun. Um, I'm going to play like a short snippet of a, one of the songs right here. Because you're a dick. Because I'm a dick. What the fuck was that? Your sister has turned into a zombie. What the fuck was that? Your girlfriend was a demon, too. What the fuck was that? So as you just heard, that was uh, What the Fuck Is That? Which is hilarious. What the fuck is that, Tim? Well, I, you have to see the show. It's still playing. It's also going to play by a different theater company in October. Okay. okay. I, I think probably with higher production values. All right. But it was a lot of fun. They sprayed us with blood all over the place. I mean, it looked like pretty cheesy-ass blood. Well, they wanted to watch it. I mean, it out. wasn't real. No, of course it wasn't real. That's gay. So we were Shouldn't right. We were in the splash zone. Warm goat So blood. We, were, we were right under the pipe that dripped down. But the problem was it only really sprayed in the middle. And on the ends where we were sitting, it just kind of dripped. So I had this big wet, wet um, spot in my crotch of blood. Not it was only till the very end when the guy with the now squirt gun. Now you can gun, sympathize with the Me Too movement. Wow, really? <laughs> that was Zach who said that. Nope, that was Tim. Pretty positive. So moving on, I, despite all of his terribly misogynist comments, <laughs> I went over and had barbecue with uh, you and your family on Saturday. Yep. Well, I'm gonna let you talk about more about that later. Okay. So moving on, it's, this week is our staycation week. I've taken the week off of work. Cheryl's nice. taking the week off of work. And we are just going around Portland like we're tourists. So we're kind of going in different zones every day. That's awesome. It is. It's a lot of fun. Are you guys finding new places? You're like, we've been here, we've been here, we've done this. We are finding some new places. Sweet. But definitely some old favorites, too. Yeah. Uh, we started uh, yesterday. Explain why you're be able to do this. I mean, it's summertime, kids are out of school. Explain why. Well, I mean, the kids are off to grandparents, and we're like, we need to take advantage of this time yeah. and spend some time together, yeah. do all the things we've been wanting to do but not really been able to because the kids have all these after-school um, activities like band and youth group and whatnot. Um, so we started yesterday on Burnside. Okay. And um, today we went to Mississippi. We just kind of bummed around those areas. If you guys can hear wind, it is uh, very windy outside right now. Just yeah, so sorry know. about that. So... I'm going to kind of condense everything, but just to hit some highlights, we went to uh, Holman's, um, which is like this really like seedy hole-in-the-wall place, but it's been around since like the 1920s. It was a speakeasy back in the day. Nice. Like they say on, on one of the signs, like legally serving alcohol since 1935 or whatever. <laughs> they got legally. a whiskey club, which is pretty cool. It's like, um, I don't know, I want to say eight to 12 whiskeys. If you drink all of them, you get your name on a plaque. And Did you cheap. do it? No. 
I only had like one or two drinks. You son of a bitch. Well, some of the drinks are like, some of the whiskey, like some of them are only $6, but some are like an 18-year. And so I don't care. There's no fucking excuse. Your, most people your do it. Is not even the, the people that are doing it really quick do it over the course of a month. So. Oh, they give you like more times to go. Oh, yeah, you get a punch card. Oh, that's cool, I guess. Um, but yeah, this, the place was really cool. Like, uh, th- they had a pinball and a pool in the back. And the floor in the back was all like sloped and like. Like, just walking along, you felt like you were drunk because it was totally uneven. Oh, God. It was funny. Uh, totally, like, dark, you know, wood and kitschy, like, decorations. Um, moving on from that, I got to go to Coalition Brewing and tried my first CBD IPA. Okay, how was that? It's called Two Flowers, which I, which I thought was, you know, pretty cool play on words or whatever. It's got the hops plus the, uh, the bud. Um, it was good. It tasted really smooth, and I felt really mellow afterwards. Really? Yeah. Um, I had so now that, you can't take a piss test now. No, um, because CBD does not make you high, but it is definitely an extract from the plant. So I figure if you walk around in Portland enough anyway, you probably wouldn't pass a piss test anyway. Probably. Uh, in my job, it's not really considered a liability. Yeah. I'm a waiter. Yeah. Um, if my pizza kitchen had to pass a piss test, we wouldn't have a pizza kitchen. Yeah, or probably any type of kitchen. No, definitely not a pizza <laughs> kitchen. Let's just say that. Okay. Um, so that was good. I liked it. And I actually had it later uh, at the place we had dinner. Um, okay. Which was, yeah. You had two of them. Uh, two. Yes, I did. One with dinner, one after. Um, Eastburn was the place where we saw a comedy later. And we had dinner in these, like, hanging baskets. Okay. Um, there, I saw photos of those. Those yeah, are weird so, as like, shit. Suspended, suspended from the ceiling by chains. And you're, like, free-floating with your feet, you know, kind of kicking on the ground. But there's nothing supporting these chairs from below. So you're kind of spinning around. It's fun. That's cool. Especially if you had a CBD IPA or two. Um, but the other tasty treat I wanted to mention was at um, Stormbreaker Brewing. Okay. That was the next day in Mississippi. And they had this whole little mini menu of uh, beer and, and whiskey pairings, which I thought okay. was cool. That's really cool. They had like That four, was today. That was today. But I'm just kind of going with the tasty treats right now. Yeah, of course. There was uh, four pairings. I picked the first pairing because I've been looking for the whiskey for a while. It had a... Um, it was called the uh, dark or black ghost, I think. Pairing. Weird. They, they named all the pairings. Okay. So it was a ghost owl whiskey, which is a local whiskey, um, nice and smooth. I want to get a bottle so I can share it with you. That'd be sweet. And then they had their own um, uh, stout, which was called uh, Opacus or Opacus. It was a decent stout, and it did pair well together. Um. So, I think I mentioned at Eastburn there was stand-up comedy. No. Okay, that's why we were there for dinner. You said a comedy. Oh, I guess comedy. So we show. had dinner okay. upstairs with the hanging basket things. The dinner was actually downstairs in the tap room, and we should have got there a little sooner because by the time we got there, it was packed. Really? Yeah, we had to stand. Um, Lame. We ended up standing though in the corner where all the comics were hanging out before and after their sets. Oh, that's cool though. So that was kind of cool. Did you was, talk to any of them? No, they were they were very insular group talking to each other, but it was cool just to be around. Your it. set was pretty good. Yeah, thanks, man. You, you could actually kind of tell who the comics were. They were sort of the most outgoing people in the room in a way. Really? That's yeah. Cool. There was like five of them. Sweet. Um, different levels of funniness, but all in all, it was a good show. It was free. Uh, we tipped at the end because that's what you should do, but it was you know technically free. You Wait, you tipped the comics? Yeah. Okay. They passed, yeah, around, yeah. They yeah, passed okay. around a picture and nice. threw a couple bucks in. Sweet. That was fun. The night before, back in uh, Burnside, we went to Laurelhurst, which is a theater pub, and we saw um, 
Won't You Be My Neighbor, which is like a documentary. I really want to see that. Is that like playing everywhere? No. Uh, only weird theaters like Laurelhurst or Cinema 21. It's really good. Um, it's kind of depressing because you realize the world is a is lessened by Mr. Rogers being gone. Like this guy, he was amazing. He was actually uh, he was going to seminary to be a preacher, and he decided that he wanted to do children's ministry on TV instead because he thought that uh, TV shows for kids were really lacking in humanity and dignity, like just a bunch of like kids with guns and people throwing pies at each other, like think about those Nickelodeon shows being kids being slimed and stuff that kind of stupid stuff and he thought that like TV shows for kids were really talking down to them and not really listening to what kids were going through um, he had an amazing episode for example right after the assassination of JFK he had a what? an episode right after the assassination of JFK where like this puppet asks uh, an adult what's assassination? oh dear god and they explained it and, like just he, he didn't treat kids like idiots he, like, he recognized that kids have complex feelings just like an adult and he was so good at listening to him I teared the fuck up like a little baby when he you're a little bitch Tim whatever I, I want to watch you watch this part this kid in a wheelchair like meets him and they start singing a song together unscripted and the kid starts joining in and singing along about I like you and stuff just the way you are and god right in the feels man like he just he just now, met, he met kids right where they are he he communicated with kids like most adults have trouble like Entering the headspace of kids, he just—he's yeah. right no, there. He was like, like, he was like one of my icons when I was a kid, man. I used to yeah. watch that shit all the time. You know what his favorite number is? Six six six. You're sort of on the right track, but opposite. Three three three. One four three. One four three. That's his weight. Like every every uh, other day, he would go swim a mile and then weigh himself afterwards, and it'd always be 143 pounds. Really? And that was important to him because there's one letter in the in the in the word I, four letters in the word love, and three letters in the word you. Like so he, I need to get up to 143. Oh, I think you need to be whatever the equivalent is for hate. But yeah, but yeah, so he, I need to be 666 pounds. Like he was the embodiment of love. Like all he was about was letting kids know that they're special, that they're okay, just the way they are. And it was really cool. And with the uh, rhetoric going around right now, all the division in our country, it's just sad to know that we don't have that kind of force right now. It was really there are people openly crying. At the end of the th- like, that's crazy. Like you could hear them weeping. Like I teared up during the, but I wasn't like you know boo hoo hoo. There was people verbally crying at the end. It was powerful. Wow, that's crazy. it was a good ass movie. I really want to go see it. I'm hoping to come with like DVD or something. I'm sure it will at some point, um, or at least Amazon but, or Google or something so I can rent it. And but watch it was kind of cool to see it in the theater, like especially at the end when everyone was actually crying. Everybody's a little bitch in the theater. Yeah. Yeah. Um, like everyone clapped and it was cool. That's cool, man. So. I'll kind of leave leave it at that for what I've been up to, kind of on a Jesus on a bad of, fucking note. Yeah, Jesus. Cheer us up, Christ. Zach. It's your job. Thanks, you got, man. You got this. Um, well, what was it? Saturday night you guys came over. Yeah. So Saturday, basically, I sat down with my wife and was just like, "Look, like I want to fucking spend time outside. Like I want to do things outside. I want to like I enjoy being outside." And I put so much fucking time in the backyard and, like, around the property. Like, yeah. I want to fucking enjoy it. Yeah, we can, like, list this podcast as an exhibit of how much time you spent outside. We can yeah. go back all the episodes that you've been working outside and, like, this one, this one, this yeah, one. Yeah, like, basically every episode I'm doing something outside for the past couple of years. And we don't, like, have any, like, outside furniture, like, really. So we moved these really comfy seats we had in the front, like, front patio um, to the backyard. And I bought, like, a bench that matches, like, the, the bat- matching bench. And um, 
thankfully to you, you have a minivan, and so I found a propane, uh, what would you call it, fire pit, I guess? Yeah, it's a fire pit. Um, it fit back there like a glove, by the way. It did. It, like, it was perfect. Um, and the last one in our state, close to driving distance anyways, and um, we went and got it, thanks to you. And we brought it back to the house, and you and I set it up and everything. And then that night, like, after you guys left, which we'll talk about here in a second, we just sat out there for, like, two hours. Nice. Just fucking, like, and we've been out there every night besides last night because my wife had a union fucking thing she had to go That's to. great. That's so, awesome relaxation time. Yeah. So get out there. It's got a granite top on it. So I can set my whiskey on there as long as the wind's not blowing fucking towards my goddamn whiskey. Yeah, so does the wind uh, blow your flames around a lot? It does. So the thing what I'm going to I think I'm going to go do is I'm going to buy some glass sheets. Like just like 12 by 12 or like 18 by 18 glass sheets. Thanks for the fucking motorcycle. Assholes. So we've had that check. That's a check. The other thing we're going to have to have every time we have a brewery uh, a dog fight. We have to have a dog fight. We haven't had that yet. We have some dogs out here though. I have seen some dogs. It, there's the pet waste thing, so dogs are a possibility. Dogs are a possibility. Um, so they make like 18 by 18 pieces of glass, like panes of glass. And what I'm thinking I'm going to do is I'm going to go get some like actual glass glue and glue them in a square and set them over the fire so that it can't, the wind isn't hitting it directly on it, and maybe I can at least get it up and like look pretty. Okay. I don't know. i got to figure out something. Like The one thing I didn't take into account was like the wind. We usually don't have a shitload of wind in our area. If you turn the flame down a little bit lower, is it less of an issue? It is, but it's like, I want to have that flame, so I crank it up. And then it's like shooting to the edge of the fire pit. And I'm like, well, fuck. Keep your toes warm. Yeah, well, you can't put your feet up. You can't do anything. So, it's, you know, it kind of sucks. Um, so we did that. And then we had your family over. Yep. Um, and we... What? Your beer is looking a little yeah, low. Yeah, my beer's a little low. Um, I'll grab another one on break. Um, so we had your family over on Saturday as well, right before or during the whole uh, patio fiasco. Um, and we played a game called Nuts, and that was fucking fun. That's really fun. So, um, yeah, it was the first time that our families have got together, like just our families in a while, which has been way too long. So. Now we, we were gotta. thinking about the fourth, but it was too complicated. It was. Um, so we got to do that more often. That was a lot of fun. We had a lot of fun. And uh, we played some Droffle 2. You guys played some Murder Party and stuff while I was outside cooking and barbecuing. Um, I thought you played Murder Party with us. Oh, no, I did play Murder Party. I didn't. We played something else without you. Yeah, you guys played uh, Fibbage. Yeah. That's what you guys played. Um, we did that. So we hung out for like, I don't know, good like four or five hours or something on Saturday night with our families, which is cool. Um, and then... Taking it back to Friday, I got off work early, and, like, my property's really stupid. And I don't understand, like, why they did this way. But, like, my property goes back to a fence where it has a gate. And then it drops down, like, almost at, like, a... It's a pretty steep angle. Like a 70-degree angle, 90-degree angle, something like that. Definitely something you couldn't put a lawnmower on. No. Unless you want stubby toes to match your fingers. Which, by the way, I think I broke my pinky toe doing it. Awesome. It fucking hurts like hell all the time. Like every time, I, every time I take a step, it just fucking kills me. Um, so I need to put my hunting boots on that are made for that instead of my yard shoes that aren't. You were all suited up. I was. Um, you had more than that on. Oh yeah, I had jeans. I had a t-shirt, and then I had um, what else? I had a face mask. Yep. And I had a harness to hold the weed whacker. You had some kind of gloves. 
Uh, yeah, I had work gloves. And you were way more suited up than I probably I had a been. metal blade, like saw blade, weed whacker, and I was just going to fucking town, climbing up and down this hill for three Got a hours. picture you, like, there's rupees and fairies yeah, flying everywhere. rupees and fairies. Like, Zelda is, like, legitimate. So, um, yeah, it's pretty cool. Um, we'll have to post that photo on Instagram and okay. on Facebook and stuff. Or it um, could be the episode top. It could be the episode featured image if I ever get around to doing that. I haven't done that in the past like four weeks. Well, shit. I Never know. mind then. I know. I gotta get. I gotta find some time. I've been working on something else. Is gonna come on during Tech Talk. So um, that's what what I've really been up to this week. Do you wanna? What the fuck was that in your beer? I don't know. Probably a dog hair. It's oh, gone now. Jesus. Whatever. It was on the lip of the Somebody glass. I just like gone. ripped out an armpit hair and threw it in Tim's No, drink. it was not curly. It was straight. It was a dog hair. Okay. I'd rather have a I dog. Have, I don't have curly armpit hair. I what mean, the fuck? if you ever play Would You Rather, would I rather have an armpit hair or a dog hair on my glass? That's easy. Dog, dog hair. hair. Any yeah. day. All right. Um, All right. So it. you want to talk some news? Yeah, let's talk some news real quick. All right. So uh, Warframe um, is coming to Nintendo Switch. It's a pretty big... Um, I. I honestly, I don't know this to be fact, but if I had to bet, I would bet it's a bigger game than Destiny. It's free to play. I've never played this one. It's it's kind of a lot like Destiny. You get loot and stuff, but if you want to, you can unlock armor sets, but you have to kind of pay to get them. That's where the free to play part comes. Like you could still play the game, but if you want like different armor sets and different weapon sets, you collect the pieces. <laughs> There's more flying dog hair. Who so, the fuck's got a white dog? I, I miss the it. dog fights. Like, this is a bad substitute. This is a really bad substitute. So anyway, I played it a little bit, and it wasn't bad. Um, for free-to-play game, it looks great. Um, what's interesting is who's um, porting this game over. It's the same developers who did the Doom and Wolfenstein ports. And they Were they re- good? Yeah. I haven't played either one, yes. so, okay. Like, obviously, they have to down-res the textures. Yeah. But they made a lot of really smart decisions about, like, how to, like, locking the frame rate. Relatively low at 30, I think, but they make it um, playable on the Switch, those two games. Um, huh. Everyone has pretty much praised the Doom and Wolfenstein ports. So this will probably end up pretty well. Um, Digital Extremes is announced this, but the company... I can't remember the company that... that anyway, it's coming out soon, and I think that's a, that's a big big deal to me because that would have never happened on the Wii U. No. Ever. No. Like, so, Fortnite coming, you know, this coming. Is that this going to be a free-to-play on the Switch, too? It would have we to don't be. know. It would have to be, because that's their model. Well, Fortnite's not free on Switch, is it? Yeah, it is. Oh. Well, the, the part that everybody's playing. Okay. The the uh, Battle Royale part. Gotcha. So, the n- next story um, that I might have incorrectly linked. Nope. So, some guy has taken uh, Nintendo 64's Ocarina of Time... And used a VR emulator called EmuKit and made it so you can play it in stereoscopic 3D. It shifts the image just a little bit to the left or the right, so you get a stereoscopic image. Um, and then the uh, emulator also makes it playable with VR controllers. So basically, you can play Ocarina of Time in VR. Does that make you want to polish up your Oculus Rift and maybe try that out? Yeah. Is it on Oculus Rift? I'm not sure, but the the video I saw of it looks pretty pretty all right. Like, 
It's of course you know two uh, D, yeah. but they've got the two images and it's so can, fucking cool. And you can sort of tell that the three D is working. Um, so that I mean, I liked the three DS three D view of Ocarina of Time. Me too. Yeah. And I can only imagine like going one step further and playing it in VR, where it's like kind of all like Corico Village in three D. That oh my god, I would die. Like we got to find out a way how to do this. I think we should look more into it, but I just saw that this I, week, like, and I, I wanted to bring I, that to your attention I, at least. I might buy a Vive just to fucking do this. I know you might. I totally believe you. So that's something you should look into. There's a link on our show outline. You can look into it more. Um, the last thing I want to bring up is I'm kind of losing I'm kind of losing the shine on Elon Musk. Like, I thought he was kind of cool at first, like, doing all this weird stuff, like, launching his... He's saving children. No, oh, he's not. wait. They already got out. Nobody asked him to, actually. So what we're talking about is the... The soccer team that got trapped in a yeah. cave in Thailand, and he basically told his engineers they probably had to work all night on this. They used uh, rocket parts to make a little mini submarine, but they didn't account for the fact that the the cave was like really tight. Like, there's no way they could yeah. fit this apparatus. The Thai government didn't ask for this, so he shows it up. Does, they, it doesn't matter if they ask for it or not. It's nice of him to try, I guess, but it. it if you watch the whole thing unfold on Twitter, it, it kind of looks like him just looking for attention. Oh, no. He's definitely looking for attention. So he shows up with this contraption. They're like, you know, thanks, but we've got him half rescued anyway. So he, like, takes a couple pictures, tweets them out, and then he leaves. He leaves his device behind. They're like, okay, that's great. What the fuck do we do with this thing? Wait, he actually went to Thailand? Yeah, he went to Thailand with this thing and left Today? Him, uh, yesterday, I think, at this point. Oh, Jesus. So all the all the people got rescued totally without him. Today, a, a diver, no. Last night. Well, it was a multi because it did several yeah. at a time. One diver died on the way. Yeah, before the, bef- and he's getting and the uh, teacher's gonna be sued or no, he's going on trial for murder of oh, that uh, ex Navy SEAL. That sucks or whatever. Yeah. Well, they all got out, including the coach. You know, all the kids got out, but I don't know. Like Elon Musk also has made promises about restoring the power grid to Puerto Rico. He didn't do that. He's um, chronically delivering uh, Tesla models late. I still don't have my flamethrower. I don't know. I've lost some shine on Elon Musk. Yes. I'm almost to the point where I'm like, maybe I should just get my money back on the fucking... I wanted my flamethrower by 4th of July. Like, I ordered it back in, I think, January? Yeah, something like that. And they said early summer. It's now midsummer. Okay, but, like, we still need a flamethrower to him. Okay, but I'm... I'm I'm lo- I, no, I, I get you're pissed, but like, let's get a flamethrower, and then you can be pissed off all I'm you just want. Saying, and just saying, like, Elon Musk is not as cool as I, th- I thought he was. No, he's like, no, he's a fucking, he's just like Batman, all fucking cool on the outside, and then really just needs. I don't think he's attention. as cool as Batman, though. I mean, he's pretty cool, like Batman. But Batman people also compared him more to Iron Man, the Tony Stark thing. Uh, I guess. Um, anyway, lost some shine on Elon Musk this week. So this is uh, normally we do some tech talk. So let's kind of talk some tech. So, yeah, um, instead so, of this week, we have, like... I mean, it's sort of tech. I mean, I guess so. You listen, you listen to podcasts You're on, listening to this. on a, pro- a piece of technology. Something, yeah. yes. So, it's time It's time to announce your secret project. Yeah, so I've been working on the secret project, and I have 12 episodes wrote so far. I got one trailer. We're going to play the promo to explain it all? Yeah, we're going we're gonna, to we're gonna go ahead and just play the promo right now. Do you remember hearing stories from your parents or grandparents about huddling around the old radio and listening to a radio drama? And now, Mystery Theater, brought to you in part by True Value Hardware, your store of first choice. 
come in. Stories that not only could you see well, play out in your head. Stories of love, I mystery, and Marshall. murder. Stories that would Welcome bring families to together, even if for just one night. Welcome but it would be discussed the until the next chapter was released. Or how about when your parents used to put you to bed early enough so they could sit down and enjoy the nightly news? Good evening from CBS News. This is Newsbreak. Moments from now, President Reagan will speak to the nation and the Congress. The burden of the message, his health is much improved after the shooting a month ago. But the nation's economic health is not, and the country needs the economic program, which is the centerpiece of his administration. These news broadcasts were televised with big names from back in the day, and even big, bigger stories of war, economic struggle, or economic bliss, and the topics would affect us all. Then there were the boomboxes back on every shoulder and Walkmans in every pocket, with headphones on so we can enjoy and share our favorite music of the day. Then there was Netflix, the next evolution of human entertainment platforms, who created the new verb binge, where you could get lost for hours watching through a season of a show and then find a new show to binge on. And finally, that brings us to the next big evolution of audio in the history of man. What if I told you there was one platform that not only covered all the genres and topics that the past has enjoyed on so many different platforms, from the old-time audio dramas to the most breaking news of today's era, from history long forgotten, health tips from experts, in-depth dives into crimes and murders, from hobbies of all kinds like video games and technology, to interviews with the professional athletes that you watch, all these can be unlocked to you and for free in the world of podcasting. Podcasts are not your grandparents' radio or your parents' nightly news anchor. They are the evolution of audio and the evolution of entertainment in our day and age. Podcast Junkie will be here to help guide you on finding the perfect ones for you. Coming soon to all platforms. Podcast Junkie will be a bite-sized podcast ranging from 4 minutes to a max of 15, giving you a quick overview of why I personally enjoy podcasts, and even a sneak peek of an episode or a trailer for the show we're talking about that week. So stay tuned, and in the coming weeks, We'll hope you'll let Podcast Junkie be the TV guide, so to speak, or better yet, the podcast guide to your next obsession, Podcast Junkie. So that's Podcast Junkie. It's going to be a new podcast coming from Plug and Play Productions. I'm going to put you on the spot. I want a launch date. I don't have one. No. No. Pick a date. All right, hold on. Let me go to my calendar. We're going to pick a date live right now, and Zach's going to start putting them uh, onto RSS feeds at that point. Okay. So today's date is what? I don't know. July 10th. July 10th. So we're going to shoot for May 1st, 2019. Oh, my God. No, I'm just kidding. You said fucking... Okay, this year. has to be this year. Jesus Christ. Okay. Um... You need a deadline, I feel like. I know you've got a lot of of prep work. A minimum... It will be done by. There will be at least ten episodes out, dropping weekly after that by August 29th. So August 29th, the first episode goes live. If not before. No, I think it'd be good to have a buffer of episodes for yourself. No, no, I'm gonna have thirty episodes done and cocked in the cannon, ready to go. You said cocked. Cocked. I'm gonna have thirty episodes cocked, hard, loaded, packed, ready to explode all over the place. By August thir- 29th. I'll have 30 of them done. Now, whether or not they drop before that, I don't know. But I guarantee you the very first episode will be out on the 29th of August, if not before. Okay, sounds good. If I change the date, I will let you know. Well, it's good to have a date. Now you got a goal. That's the day before PAX starts. I know. So- <laughs> I'm aware of that. <laughs> so, yeah. 
That's uh, that's what we've been working on, and I continue to work on. I just got done doing that episode last night, or that uh, announcement trailer of it last night. And uh, I got a few other things that I need to do before I drop any of the actual real episodes. Um, but I'm out of beer. You're not, so that's stupid. I could, what are you talking about? Yeah. Um, so we'll be right back after this music break. And we are back. Tim is pouring the tasty treats. Like, yeah, you didn't give me time to yeah, pour, you asshole. Yeah, fucking do this right now. Good. So we're doing it. Um, so, Tim, uh, we are drinking No Bad Days IPA from Boneyard Brewing. Second half of the show. Not Boneyard. It's not Boneyard? No. No Bad Days is from uh, Barrel Mountain Brewing. Oh, that's true. Barrel yeah. Mountain Brewing. That's yeah, where you live, right. asshole. Yeah, that's where, I don't Way to there. represent local dick I don't live lead. there. I work there. Well, whatever. I mean, I kind of live at work, so... That's true. Yeah. I mean, so. you sort of live in Battleground. Anyway, yeah. cheers, cheers, motherfucker. It's not Boneyard. Mmm. I like this IPA. It's uh, hoppier than I remember. It is. Um, so, Tim, you want to kick it? Let's kick it. All right, Tim, let's kick it off this week with uh, your first one, and I don't think you have audio, so I'm I don't. I'm I, have talk, I have to talk about it. Terrible. Um... So you know I like stories and books and things like that. So that's kind of what I'm going with this. Um, it's an anthology of horror. So it's an illustrated ebook. Um, there's also an audio component too, though. So I'm going to just read the campaign to kind of explain it. Okay. Chilling Tales for Dark Nights is a popular horror-themed audio storytelling brand, YouTube channel, and podcast network produced by Chilling Entertainment, created late 2012 by author and lifelong scary stories fanatic Greg Co- Groshek. Groshek. And produced through collaboration sure between a multinational team of independent authors, sound designers, composers, illustrators, and voiceover artists. The series is known for its immersive, high-quality, enhanced audiobook-style productions, with all sh- which often feature full casts, professional voice acting, Hollywood-quality sound effects, and original scores. As of July 2018, the team behind Chilling Tales for Dark Nights has launched three iTunes 5 Stars rated horror podcasts through their Simply Scary Podcast Network. And a YouTube channel which features over 1,000 production and uh, has 222,000 subscribers and 27 million views. Um, So this anthology is um, their first foray into anthology horror publishing. And they will release one or more collections of original folklore-inspired scary stories, each of them illustrated by Simply Scary's podcast artist David Romero in a sinister black-and-white style, which may remind readers of the work of Stephen Gamble as featured in the Scary Stories to Tell in the Dark series Written by Alvin Scorch in the 80s and 90s. You've probably seen those books. Yeah. The scary stories told them. Yep. So it's going to be reminiscent of that style. Each book in the series, which will be available both ebook and print editions, will include 30 or more fully illustrated tales of terror written specifically, specifically for this project by more than four dozen critically acclaimed and recognizable authors from the popular Reddit, No Sleep, Creepypasta, and Horror Anthology communities. Um, there are stretch goals set up to allow us to expand the single book into a trilogy. They're so starting with one, hoping for a trilogy. And open up for more public submissions. Each original story will be inspired with folklore and dark fairy fairy tales, and produced in an ebook, paperback, and audiobook edition, all in house by members of our team. The audiobook edition will feature every story in a full cast format, 
complete with sound effects and and original music. Um, so I'm gonna kind of s- stop there. So one dollar gets you a thank you. Um, oh, first of all, how much are they asking for? Um, they are asking seventy two thousand dollars. No, five thousand bucks. Oh, damn, that's good. Uh, they're already at five thousand four hundred sixteen, so this is backed. Uh, but we gotta get those stretch goals. Uh, 115 backers currently. 21 days to go. Uh, One dollar gets you a thank you. Five dollars gets you a lurker status, which is a a permanent thank you on their website. Periodic updates. Blah blah blah. The creepers back backing level gets you um, an additional shout out from social media and a digital ebook of the first chilling tales of darkness anthology. Um, just the ebook though. So Camara level gets you the a physical paperback copy and a digital ebook copy. And moving to the Night Stalkers, you get a digital download of the first full audiobook edition with sound effects, music, and full cast. So that's kind of a cool level. That is a pretty cool level. And if they reach the second stretch goal, you'll also get a digital ebook of the third Chilling Tales for Dark Nights. Um, so yeah, that would be a good level if you make it to the stretch goal. Moving to the top tier, $350, the Hellraisers level. Um, get complimentary access to an upcoming January 2019 horror writing workshop, a $285 value, op- operated by a published author and freelance journalist, Megan Wheel- Megan Meehan. Um, she also has a tale in this anthology. Nice. And, uh, yeah. So, it sounds like a cool project. I'm probably going to back it. I might back it at the lower, just the ebook level, but I haven't decided yet. It sounds cool. Sweet. Yeah, that's uh, Chilling Tales for Dark Nights, illustrated horror anthology. Nice. Awesome. Which- what you got for us? Well, you found this one for me, and uh, just a little bit of backstory is the uh, the uh, drinking rite of passage yes. is always the beer bong. I think I've only done this once in my life. So, I've actually made one. Oh, yeah? Yeah. Yeah, it, I, did, I, didn't, I did not like intense. these. I did not like the experience, honestly. Um, like, you've seen I can yeah, I can you, make my own beer bong with a pint glass. I can, I can chug a beer. Yeah. I don't need a, a bong, really. Um, so the funny thing, story behind this is, uh, we went to Home Depot, or no, Lowe's, whoop, there's a lot of wind right there, um, Lowe's at the time, and we went and asked them to help us create a, uh, funnel. Did you tell them what it was for? We were trying not to, because we were all under underage. But the guy- We need something that passes a large amount of- We need something- Fluid- we need something that's going to screw into a two-liter bottle. Oh, my gosh. They knew what you were doing. Yeah. And they were like, oh, we have the perfect thing. So we have this epic fucking, like, four-foot bomb. And uh, we created this awesome thing. So this reminds me a lot of it. The Freedom Funnel. Pre-order now. An American Bald Eagle beer bong. You should play the video. We probably should. So as you guys just heard, they're creating a uh, patriotic beer bong, and uh, twenty dollars gets you a pre-order today. It's shaped like a bald eagle. <laughs> it's shaped just like a bald eagle. Um, they're looking for fifteen thousand U.S. dollars. They currently have one thousand two hundred seventy-seven. Twenty-two days ago, thirty-seven backers. Every college campus in the U.S. needs this bad boy. Twenty dollars gets you one freedom funnel. Thirty-six gets you two, and all the way up to the granddaddy of the mall. I'm kind of struggling f- to see why you would need two beer bongs. Just hold on to him. If, okay. you're at, if you're at a frat party, yeah, and you have your new initiates, yeah, you need a three hundred and thirty dollar like, level. Oh God! Twenty freedom funnels. No, <laughs> twenty that's, of them. That's too all many. Going at once. No. Yep. Let the body sit the floor. So I don't know. 
There's so much puking afterwards. So much puking. Um, so the thing about ours, which I don't think this one has, is ours had a convenient little stop at the very top of it. Okay. And then at the bottom. So they could fill it without filling the hose. Fill the hose... And then you so it was like it was like preloaded. So you knew exactly how many beers you were doing. Oh jeez! So, so you had it hooked up to a two liter. Yeah, that's quite a few beers. That's a lot of fucking beers. I'm gonna say that's like four beers. No, it's more than that. It, oh, four of those? Oh fuck! It's gotta be like more like eight. Really? A two liter? Hold on, we need some Google conversion. Okay, let's do this. Are we talking cans or bottles first of all? Actually, it's twelve ounces either way. It doesn't matter. Yeah. So 12 ounces into 2 liters is what we got to figure out. How many ounces in 2 liters? Ounces. And then we got to divide that by 12. Ounces in I know this is like fascinating to listen to as we Google on ounces. air and then calculate. All right, so. How many ounces in 2 liters? 33.814. 30, 30, 34. 34 ounces? Yep. I'm going to round up to 36, and that's that's three beers. Okay, so it's six beers and a two-liter. Oh, shit. So it's a whole six-pack. Yeah. Well, it's a little less because I rounded up, but still. Yeah. Holy shit. Yeah. That's a bad idea. It's a great idea. That's a bad we idea. We should pull that out. I think no. my cousin still has it, and we'll do it in the next po- Plug and Play podcast, episode 200. Tim I am not it. committing to Tim this. Tim does six at six beers full of Winchester whiskey. <laughs> and then you do the show all by yourself. <laughs> Tim's dead on the floor, guys. Because once I do it, I know you won't. be yep. like... <laughs> Not doing it again. Asshole. So, uh, that is the Freedom Funnel, guys. And uh, I just accidentally closed out of the show. So, uh, Tim, what have you been playing this week? So, I've been playing some more Yakuza. Um, I got that this week, but I have to wait till like, It's actually another game, but yeah. No, it's Yakuza 0. No, it's not. Oh, Jesus Christ. You actually downloaded Yakuza 2. It's the other title for it, but... Oh, damn it. I was getting Yakuza 0. No, it's Yakuza 2. They, they called it something different for their remaster or whatever. God damn it. I still have to borrow your copy then. You should still play the demo. It's going to be fun. No, no, no. I bought Yakuza 0 on Steam. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, you sent me that, right? Yes, you, sh- you did. Okay. But you uh, downloaded the demo on PS4, right? I did. Which is for Yakuza 2. This uh, is confusing. Oh, okay, okay, okay. You okay. should play that. It does. It's not going to affect anything. Just play it. It's fun. Okay. Um, I also playing a little bit of... I heard someone on another podcast talking about this, so I played it myself. Um... Uh, moon shoot. I lost the uh, thing too. Moonlighters or Moonlighter. That's you played it a little bit, yeah. Nice. So it's fun. Um, I die a lot. I, I think I need to dip out of the dungeon a little bit sooner and not try to complete it. So that's the thing is like you're not a fucking hero, man. No, you're really not. You're really fucking not. You're a, a hero. shopkeeper and you're like going through dungeons to collect parts to sell to actual heroes. Um. I also I have a feeling by the end of it you're going to be an actual hero though. Well, I've already unlocked the black the blacksmith and the lady who makes potions for you. So having a steady supplies of potions will help, but you need to find the parts of the potions too. So it's not like a given. Um, I also need to learn to fight a little bit better. Um, and switch. get rid of that broomstick. No, I've got a sword, but the broomstick is good because it gives you like an extra like foot, so you can like attack monsters from a dif- distance, even though it's not as powerful as a sword. It gives you that space where they can't attack you back necessarily. So the broomstick is worth... It's like a spear, basically. Like a shitty spear. Gotcha. So you you still want the broomstick. It's a pike, basically. There's a button you switch that switches between the sword and shield and your broomstick. Like, boom, boom, boom. Um, 
I haven't upgraded any of my armor or weapons yet, though, so that's next on my agendas. I haven't had trouble setting the prices in the shop. Like, I don't... It's very difficult. Like... Like, sometimes you're, like, super fucking high, and sometimes you're like, oh, that's perfect. I kind of don't like that part as much. I enjoy it to a certain aspect, but then on the other hand, it's just like, fuck. Also, this game really needs to be on the Switch. It really does. It's this is a perfect Switch a, game. It's a definite Switch game. Um, but yeah, I played that a little bit this week. I liked it. I was playing it on the Steam Link in my bedroom in bed, which is nice. Nice. I gotta still get a fucking controller for my Steam Link. You just gotta get an Xbox 360 controller. So the problem is, like, does that control the main screen? No. It, the that's Xbox 360 controller will only talk to your Steam Link. No, that's what I mean. Will it control the... There's like a screen on your Steam Link that says like, which computer do you want to use? Yeah. And it your, will, your it Steam will li- Your Steam Link that? is just basically streaming from your main PC. I understand that, but like, it will control that? Yes. It'll totally work. We'll get you set up one of these days. We've got to find you a cheap 360 controller. Yeah, I'm going to go steal one from your house. I mean, I have like four. I know. Um, you I probably bitch. and you have a Steam Link controller that I don't use very often. Honestly, well, then fucking bring it to me, you son of a bitch. I might do that. I, I do sometimes need it for Steam games that require like a mouse. Really? Yeah, like. Oh, I guess that's true. A, an Xbox 360 will not work at all for any kind of game that's based on a mouse system. Like, that's where it comes in handy. Gotcha. So I wouldn't want to give it up, but like, you could probably borrow it for a while. Yeah. Um. So that's what I've been playing. Sweet. I also played what you've been playing with you, but I'm let you talk about that. We played Jackbox Party Pack a shit ton. Yep. So that, that's what I've been playing this week. And I guess we played nuts. We that's did a, play nuts. That was a lot of fucking fun. Like I almost want to buy it. That's a lot of fun. It is fun. So I, I like it's what I look for in a card game, which is really quick pick up and play. And funny as hell. It is funny. So it's like the best double entendre game. I there think is. didn't you win one and I won one? Something like that. Yeah. I know I won one. And then I'm not sure who won the other one. I'm pretty sure it was you. So, anyways, guys, game releases this week coming out July 10th, 20XX. That's like a Mega Man clone. It's actually pretty good. Gotcha. PS4 Switch, Bomber Crew, Switch, Xbox One, Hotel Transylvania 3, Monsters Overboard, Switch, Xbox One, Insane Robots, PC, or PS4, sorry, not PC, MXGP Pro, PS4, Xbox One, Muddle, La- Muddle Dash, Switch, Never Out, Switch, Shining Resonance Refrain PC PS4 Xbox One Switch The Lion Song Nintendo Switch The Spectrum Retreat PS4 July 11th 20XX Xbox One Ghost 1.0 Xbox One Super Destroyant Destronaut Destronaut Okay I wasn't sure Super Destronaut DX Xbox One To who? To who? Scarlet's Curiosity of the Lesbian Experience, PC. Warhammer Vermintide 2, Xbox One. Octopath Traveler Credit Square Enix, July 12th. Philippix Phil's Epic Adventure, Nintendo Switch. Ghost 1.0, Nintendo Switch. Holy Potatoes at Weapon Shop, Nintendo Switch. Johnny Turbo's Arcade Express Raider Switch. Radio Hammer Station Nintendo Switch, Star Story The Horizon Escape Nintendo Switch, Super Volley Blast Nintendo Switch, The Super Spy Nintendo Switch, July 13th, Captain Toad Treasure Tracker Nintendo Switch. My son really wants me to get that. Yes, you probably fucking should. The Danger Zone 2, PC, PS4, Xbox One, Darts Up, Darts Down, Darts Up, Nintendo Switch, Earthfall, PC, PS4, Xbox One, Epic Loon, Nintendo Switch, 
Gekido. <laughs> there it is. Isn't it Gekido? Yeah, you got it so far. But here's okay. here's the one you struggle with. Kintaro's. Nice. Good job. Xbox One. Insane Robots, Xbox One. Octopath Traveler, Nintendo Switch. Owlboy Limited Edition, PS4, and Nintendo Switch. Super. Destronaut. I know, I was waiting for you to say it. DX, Nintendo Switch. The Spectrum Retreat, PC, Xbox One. July 16th, Groove Coaster, PC. So I, I kind of want to check out what the hell Insane Robots is. And I have I have Owlboy on Steam, but I never got on to playing it. I'm sort of wondering if I should, it's like a pixel game. Yeah, I'm wondering if that'd be good on Switch. Probably not. Probably I not. Mean, it actually, probably would be. But so those are the ones I'm interested in this week. Sweet. Um, Vermintide. A lot of people are saying is a lot of fun. I think you might actually like that one. Oh, I'll check it's like it out. It's like a first person, um, kind of like I uh, think the if you're doing melee in um, uh, shit, not never. Mm. Skyrim. Okay, okay. For the, the whole game of that. That's cool. That'd be pretty sweet. Yeah. So, um, that brings us to the end of this episode, guys. Episode 199 next week is the episode 200, so we're going to have something in coming up. I'm not going to drink a bong. We're Tim's drinking bong water. Oh, God. And uh, until next week, guys, don't forget to. Prime. Oh, wait, hold up. Check us out at Facebook.com forward slash Plug and Play Show. Twitter and Instagram at Plug and Play Cast. YouTube.com forward slash Plug and Play Show. And TheBudSmashers.com. Until next week, don't forget to prime and shine.